From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Upstate physical therapist Lee Berube finished as the top male runner at the 2017 J.P. Morgan Corporate Challenge in June, and he was the top male finisher in 2016 as well. Here today to talk about running is Lee Berube. Thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Pleasure to be here. Thanks. So, so this is a 3.5-mile course, a little bit more than a 5K, mm-hmm. um, and you finished this year in 17 minutes, 34 seconds, which beat your time from last year by two seconds. Yes, it did. Just two seconds, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you were also seven seconds ahead of the next fastest runner. Mm-hmm. So take us back to that afternoon. Um, so I, I, each year I, I do the corporate challenge since I've started working here. Um, I've done it the year before, and uh, every year I just kind of make it so my training is... Uh, on par for the race by the time I get to it and uh, the the race day itself was a little bit cooler in the weather um, which I'm someone who likes it maybe a tad bit warmer and a little less rain um, but and it was late in the day right it's um, an afternoon yep, it's race? usually after, after afternoon work. after work um, so I worked the day and then headed over to the race warmed up real quick and uh, just had a good race it was a lot of fun so did you start out um, in front and stay that way or did you were you further back and had to overcome other runners? Or? Um, I think there was one or two runners that were in front of me for the first mile or so. And then after the first mile, I, I took the lead after that and um, started to push a little bit more. Um, I actually got passed by one of my... I trained with the, the person who, who was second, Andrew Dion, and he passed me probably with about um, a little less than a mile to go. And that kind of gave me that extra push to get there to the finish. And I, um, last half mile, uh, got past him and uh, made it to the finish, thankfully. But he was on your feet? Yep, kind he of was the... right there, pretty much pushing me the entire way. So that actually helps. Yes, it, it really does to have someone else there that you can work off of. Because a lot of times, um, running is one of those sports that really challenges you uh, mentally as much as physically. So if you have someone else there to push and is uh, basically suffering along with you, then... It gives you that extra little bit. Well, is there anything about the race, because you've run it many years, have you learned from previous of corporate challenges um, that you brought with you to this year's race? Um, so I've, I've run uh, many years as a high school and college athlete. So a lot of my experiences uh, help me when I'm in a, uh, various races. Um, so I employ a lot of different tactics when I'm running. Um, but in general, I'm, I'm fairly comfortable um out in the um, the front of a race and know what my limitations are, what I my strengths are when I'm racing. Um, so I employ all those different tactics during a race. So tell us a little bit about your race prep. I know for this race you worked during the day, mm-hmm. um, but did you eat differently even the day the day before, the morning of? So typically I actually like to stay on a routine of what I eat. So I don't like to, and I would recommend this for even for any runner really, um, that you stay on a routine when you're training or racing. Um, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is if you try some new food right before the race. Um, that's always uh, usually a bad idea. Um, so I like to keep it the same routine every day um, as far as my training goes and my race preparation um, as far as warm-up and everything that I do. So what what kind of a warm-up? Is it like stretching? Um, so for me, usually it's just uh, I do about anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes of just light jogging and maybe a little bit of what we call active warm-up or active stretching, which could be um, activities such as skipping, uh, karaoke, um, which is kind of, it's almost like a 
a dance type stretch thing. It's hard to explain unless I'm showing you in person, but um, anything that can just loosens up the body before you run and gets your heart rate elevated. And then um, during the run, how do you keep yourself focused and motivated? I mean, it's, it's 17 minutes, but, mm -hmm. but how, do you, how do you occupy that time? Um, I guess I, I personally love to race, so it's exciting for me and it's just another challenge, but I think what prepares you for, to do that is the training that leads up to it. So I do a lot of interval training um, every week um, before that. I do at least one to two workouts a week. And those workouts actually prepare you for the race. So um, the workouts in some ways are harder than the race itself. The race is just fun and you can enjoy it a little bit more. Yes, you are working hard and it is a little bit painful, but um, the workouts before I make um, a lot harder than the race itself. Okay. Well, it turns out you're part of the Upstate co-ed team that qualifies to race in the championships for Corporate Challenge. Um, we have Christina Fellon from Pharmacy, uh, John Cole from Environmental Services, and Kara Levere from Nursing. Mm -hmm. So did you all, um, you all plan to attend the championship together? Um, as of right now, I believe so. Um, we'll have to see what time the race is. I don't, uh, it's not announced yet when the race will occur. Um, we're all very excited about winning. Um, the race. I, I think the Corporate Challenge is a great event because it's this social and community event um, that really promotes wellness within our community. So it's a great for Upstate to, to represent ourselves um, in the community as basically practicing what we preach and showing that wellness and health is important. Um, so we're all really excited about it and hopefully we can go to wherever the championship is, which hasn't been determined yet as I know, as what, from what I know. Um, but when it is, we'll hopefully be out there and representing Upstate. And you're not by any means the only four people from Upstate who participated in that. You're the fastest four. No, I, I believe there was close to 100. I, I'd have to, I don't know the exact number again, but I think it was quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, well, uh, this is Upstate's Health Link on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Lee Baruby, a physical therapist who has won the J.P. Morgan Corporate Challenge Road Race two years in a row. Um, so tell me, Tell me a little bit about how and why you got started running. Does this go back to your childhood? Or? Yes, it does. So my parents actually started running in their, I believe, late 20s or 30s. And they did it just for what we're talking about to improve their overall health and wellness. And they started doing some of the races in the area that we lived. And usually the race has some sort of fun children run or race that um, we would do. So I think as early as when I was six years old, I was participating in some of those fun races and runs. Um, usually they were no more than about a kilometer or a mile race. Um, and then I didn't really get into training specifically to um, race until I got into high school. Um, and at that point I started actually training to race. Um, but it was always, or my parents always made it something fun. Fun. Always made it um, something that we looked forward to. Uh, so I've still am doing it to this day. So you uh, ran track or cross country in high school? Um, both cross country and track in high school. So indoor and outdoor track and cross country. So it was a, a year long sport um, that we would do. Um, and then I did that in college as well. Wow, neat. And then you continue it to this day. Mm -hmm. So you must enjoy it. I do enjoy it. And that's why I continue it. I, I tell everyone that asks me why I continue to do it because if I didn't, I, I wouldn't do it. So if I, if I didn't enjoy this sport, I would probably try something else, but I enjoy it. It, it really is a sport that, or an activity that can get you outside. Um, I like to be outdoors, exploring Syracuse, 
there's so many wonderful trails and beautiful trails in the area at Green Lakes. Um, I go to Highland Forest, um, Onondaga Lake Park. Um, there's just a lot of places that you can go and explore when you're running. So do you recommend running for anyone who's able to run? Um, so for most healthy adults, I would recommend that you can, you can start up and, and try running. Um, I would caution for some people who have any cardiovascular or pulmonary conditions or significant medical conditions, orthopedic issues, or someone who has a total joint replacement, they should probably consult with their doctor first. Um, but for most healthy adults, it, it's not a bad idea to try adding in running at least a few times a week. So how do you, as a physical therapist, how do you recommend someone who hasn't been a runner before get started? Okay, um, so I would recommend for a beginner that they try to work up to running at least 10 miles per week. And at that point, um, when they're consistently hitting 10 miles per week, um, there's a rule of thumb that says you should increase your mileage no more than 10% of the total every week. So for instance, if you run 10 miles a week, um, and then you're going to start to increase how many miles you're running, you would add on one extra mile the subsequent week. And once you get to 20 um, miles a week, it would be two miles the subsequent week. And that way, you're not adding on too many miles or too much intensity too early. The biggest problem um, for runners is when we're trying to do too much too early um, at, at too fast a pace, and that's when we get into to issues with injury. 10 miles seems like a, a huge amount. Of, are you talking about all at once? or No, for the week. So 10 miles total. In a a week. mile and a half each day or whatever. Yeah, so for okay. that beginner, it might be just a mile a day. I, when I first started out, that's how I started out. I actually, my first day was just running one mile. The next day, I think I did work up to two miles. And then at the end of the week, I think I had somewhere around 10 miles for that week. So that was my so first day. So it does day. add up pretty quick. It, it does add up pretty quick. And but that's how you should progress it is, um, you know, not trying to do, a, you know, say 30 miles in one week when you haven't run before. That's you might get through that first week, but the second week you're probably going to run into some issues um, with injury. Is it um, a good idea or a bad idea to start out walking first? Um, that's not a bad idea at all, actually. And I think that could be, you know, I was very active when I was younger. So that might have been the reason why it was very easy for me to transition into running. So I would recommend it. It's just another way to add in to your overall regular exercise each week. So cross training, weight training, other forms of aerobic exercise, such as swimming, hiking, biking, um, that can all contribute to your total um, recommended daily exercise. Um, the American College of Sports Medicine recommends that you get um, three to five days of moderate to vigorous exercise per week, or about 150 minutes of that type of exercise per week. So this is another way you can contribute to that point. So I, I'm not saying you have to do run every day, but um, if, you want, if you're interested in running and, and wanna um, benefit from some of its health benefits, um, that would be one way to do it. So let's talk about the health benefits. Mm -hmm. Why, I mean, why is running such a good exercise? Um, it's a great exercise because it helps improve your cardiovascular and pulmonary health. Um, it can contribute to, um, you're helping improve your bone density, maintaining your weight, maintaining your blood uh, glucose, sugar levels. Um, among a whole host of other health benefits, so just to name a few. Um, but it really is something that um, you can add in to help improve your overall 
uh, health and wellness. And you don't have to have a gym membership and you don't have to go necessarily. That's one thing that I really like about running too, is that it, the only thing that you have to pay for really is your shoes. I guess you, the clothes would help too, but um, really the only equipment that you need is um, some good shoes. Um, and otherwise the trails are all free. Okay. Now some people say um, that running's not good for the knees. Are there concerns with um, how to run safely so that you don't um, develop knee problems or other problems? Oh, so I'm glad you asked this question. It was actually one that I was thinking about um, might be important to try to address at least. So I, I looked up um, one study that was recent from the Journal of Orthopedic Sports Physical Therapy um, that came out, I believe, this year. And not to quote it or to try to quote it correctly. So basically what this, um, this study found is that um, moderate running, so let's say I think they categorize it as, say, below 40 miles per week, as a recreational runner actually had a pr protective effect against hip and knee OA. Um, people, OA? Um, oh. Osteoarthritis, oh, okay. sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so it actually had a pr protective effect against knee and hip arthritis. Um, those who were, were classified as competitive runners, so people like myself actually, who probably run more than 50 miles a week, um, were actually at the same, had the same prevalence of hip and knee OA as someone who were, was sedentary and didn't run at all. So people, adults who don't run at all are sedentary, and those who are, are very, um, run a lot, are more likely to have arthritis than those who run recreationally. But I think the, the takeaway from that is that um, for those beginners who are just getting into running, um, this might actually help um, prevent or at least reduce your risk for hip and knee osteoarthritis. Interesting. Okay. And as you mentioned, um, picking out a shoe, I mean, that's probably pretty key to preventing injury, right? Picking out the right shoe? Yep. It is very important to make sure that your shoe fits properly. So I, I recommend that if you feel, if you buy a shoe and you wear it for the first time, it should fit like a glove. It shouldn't really cause any cramping with your foot when you're running. Um, my best shoes, the first day I put them on, feel the same all the way till the end. Um, so if you're if it doesn't feel that way, it might be that you try a different shoe out or, you know, go back to the drawing board with that. Um, and, and it's really important to change your shoes every 300 to 500 miles. Rotate them out. And I, yep, and I rotate. I have two pairs of shoes, actually, because I run a lot. Um, I rotate two pairs of shoes, so I'm not just putting a lot of miles on one pair. Um, and I would also say if it comes to that you've had one pair of shoe for over a year, it's probably a good idea to get rid of that shoe too as well, or at least phase it out from running because the foam breaks down even if you're not using it within that year. Oh, great. Well, thank you. My guest has been physical therapist Lee Baruby, winner two years in a row of the J.P. Morgan Corporate Challenge Road Race in Syracuse. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.